Previously on Wild Endeavors, the Wayward Sons made their way to Malmayor to help an old friend. They arrived just in time to stop the Eternal Watch from burning down the small town. In the wake of the fire, the companions came face to face with Kara Nilo, or rather, a being that had assimilated her. She provided more information on what happened to Mikhail, and opened a portal to where he fled. This is the story of the Wayward Sons, featuring Amy Jostenow as the Dwarven Barbarian Tharina Thunderhelm. When have I never not ruined moments like that? Nick Feely as the Elven Fighter Aramil Galadinel. I'm very passive-aggressively hanging back. Yours truly, briefly standing in for Adam Rogers as the gnome rogue Malkin Kessel. That's, I guess that's what I had in mind, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Evan Chamberlain as the human cleric Elemin Corster. Fuck me, I'm badass. Devin Salisbury as the elven wizard Varys Leodon. I am not a mermaid. And I'm Thomas Marsetti, the GM and producer of These Are Wild Endeavors. This fucking guy. I know, right? He's <laughs> willing to see if you got dysentery now. <laughs> <laughs> And now, episode 24, The Difference a Day Makes. Could I have said, like, as we I was walking through, too, or before we walked through, that I notified the group that this might, if reports are correct from what you guys previously did in the past. Oh, shit. Yeah, we did kind of just leave there with a portal to, like, uh, a demon, like, still open. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'm just, like I said, I just wanted to let everybody know that that might be a thing, so be ready. No, right. it's not. We're arriving right there. That's Too what late. was happening right then. Ah! There's a, a rush of and swirl of blue light as you are teleported again. And then you are standing in the clearing of a wooded area. At first, you you very quickly recognize this as the Tower of Salune. But <laughs> you also recognize that there is something very, very wrong. The tower, you remember, was old, gray stone, run down, but still decades from crumbling. Uh, vines and moss had crept up the side of the old tower, overgrown from the underbrush in a way that almost made it seem like the plants were running down the side of the tower to fill out the clearing, rather than the other way around. Uh, what you see now is a clearing blasted down to red dirt. Scorch marks are all that remain of the underbrush, and the first line of trees around the edge of the clearing... About a hundred feet ahead of you, a jagged hole opens in the middle of the clearing. Around it, a slapdash embankment of sorts, uh, almost like a tiny flood wall of like sandbags or something like that, uh, rings this hole in the ground. From the center of the hole rises six stories of gleaming black stone. As you study it, you realize the this the stone of the tower is not actually black. It's covered in a black liquid, thick like glue, that runs down the walls of the tower into the darkness of the hole around it. Uh, I was going to have you do a history check, but since you've you mentioned it, uh, the black goo looks 
reminds you very much of the last time you were here. A group of people were trying to summon something into this world. And at the top of the tower, a portal filled with black goo like this had writhed and roiled as a creature clawed at the other side of it. With the ceremony incomplete, you figured the creature wouldn't be able to make it through to this world, so you left it clawing at the black portal. The winds shift, and the smell of death becomes overwhelming. Upon closer look, you realize that what you thought were sandbags around the edge of the hole are in fact bodies, stacked two or three high. There are humans, goblins, dwarves, and elves in the mix, but it's the occasional body of a humanoid, frog-type people that catches your eye. And you remember you are not far from the forests of the tribes of the Anurus, the people who helped you attack Dakin's camp so many years ago. Jeez. Shit. Damn. <laughs> where you stand, you can see two of the large double doors that lead into the tower. You remember that there are two others um, on the opposite sides of the tower. The doors are closed, and only a sliver of threshold remains. So it's basically, if you were to open the door and step out of the tower, you would fall right into this massive pit around it. And the sun is just above the tops of the trees, like just getting into twilight. Um, I would uh, like to say that um, I don't, I don't think we were ready for this, guys. Um, I, uh, I, it's up to you guys, but I think we should maybe take a little bit of a breather for the night. I'm a little worn out from fighting in that, you know, helping the city out. I don't know about you guys, but... As long as we're not in the middle of all the dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, is there imminent, is there imminent danger? Um, oh, I'm sorry about the smell. Are, do you want to take a look around? I think I will... Maybe I can try to investigate the bodies to see if there's any clue as to how they died. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. I should not be the person rolling, per se. <laughs> Well, so you are distracted by the smell. These are, most of them are very freshly dead, like just kind of beginning to rot. There are some that have clearly been there for much longer. Animals have been into them and they are full on and putrefying. So it is just, once you get close, a pretty horrifying smell. Yeah. I'm just like, hey guys, those are gross. <laughs> just a does, little. Does anybody want to help him? I'll help him out. I'm going to go up closer, but have my sword and shield ready, just in case. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, like, with my sword, just kind of like try to prod through and see if there's anything I need to see, really. Okay. Doing this safely, I just want to add. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So you see that most of the bodies that you can see have been killed... With a, it looks like a single, like, piercing strike to, like, the chest, like, right into the breastbone. There's just one single wound, and, like, the, everything else on them, the parts that are not beginning to rot or have been, you know, clearly, like, eaten by animals. Um, except for the Anuris. Um, you notice that, one, the animals have not begun to eat any of the frog people. 
and that they don't appear to have any wounds on them, but they do have a black goo coming out of their eyes and their mouths, just kind of just like running down their faces. Okay. Anything I would recognize? Like, is it just like an icor or? It seems to be the same stuff that is running down the side of the tower. <laughs> is it the same stuff that we saw in front of the gateway when we were here the first time? It it definitely reminds you of that. Okay. It's some bad mojo. I'm just. I want to try to find like a um, somewhat relatively covered area. Or not, not like like a hidden area um, to um, set up my spell. Um, if you guys are willing to rest, I am. Yeah, to, closer to the tree line, but maybe not all the way. Just somewhere that is relatively in cover. So, are you going to stay in the clearing, just near the tree line, or are you going to go actually go into the forest near the tree line? Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, you can do that. What uh, What are you going to do? Alright, so I'm going to cast a spell. It's going to take one minute to cast. Um, what does it look happen. like? Um, you kind of just see me focusing and, like, with my eyes kind of closed, you kind of just see me, like, what looks like I'm, like, touching things in the air, but, you, like, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's almost like I'm connecting, like, dots in the air. And um, the second I do, I kind of push my hand forward, and you see a shimmering door just appears. I, uh, I say, all right, and I walk in. What? <laughs> what uh, I'll walk in. I'll follow him. I, I do the thing where I like look around it, like the door, to see what's on the other side. What is on the other side, Varys? You just see kind of the silhouette of the door from the other side, and the forest behind it. Fuck. <laughs> I'll walk in. And what do we see inside it? Nothing? Just more forest? Like, is- peeking my head in? Okay. Everybody that walks in, you walk into a uh, grand open foyer with luscious uh, design of elven work. Uh, all elven in architecture with hints of human decorations throughout. And um, you see a magnificent, giant elven mansion. Oh. I'm on board. <laughs> And uh, spectral uh, uh, servants come up to you and ask uh, whatever you guys want. Uh, okay. Uh, are they like people? I mean, it's a mixed match, yeah. But they're very clearly spectral. So like mostly humanoid, but ghostly. Yeah. Okay. Nothing really distinct about them. Can I get some water? Uh, yeah, he goes and gets you water. Malkin says, show me to your finest room. <laughs> Uh, I think yours is on it's next to Aramil's up on the left it's whichever one's biggest and if I know mine if I know mine's up there I'll follow too yeah you each have your own rooms oh does Diggy have a room too you see Varys kind of blank stare for a second now Mm -hmm. she does thanks man is there a a temple here I don't know how good it would be it wouldn't be like a true temple but Uh, something I can pray to I can take I'll be alright with that Hey, Varys, where are we exactly? My new home? Or one of my homes. Uh-huh. So you know, like, you know, like, where you keep Diggy, right? Yeah. This is like another one of those. Oh. Then why did you make Diggy a nice one to begin with? That's rude. 
Well, uh, this is this is fairly newer, more powerful. Eh, valid. All right. I look at it's one of the turrets and uh, can you take me to that temple, please? I don't have a general layout of this place. <laughs> I should have prepared one, but that whatever you guys are looking for is probably there. So, Varys, are you have you kind of created this place with an idea that like whatever the rest of the party needs will kind of be created or be there for them? Like if kind of like is it a is the document edit at like able to be edited by everybody? Um or are you the the only one? I think I would say that it's it's more of I'm the only one, but literally you just got to ask. Okay. And it will happen. But I mean, I've tried to accommodate for what I thought the group would need. So like, there's probably like a kind of downstairs area that will lead to a giant training room. Um, so whoever wants to practice like training and stuff like that. Um, Varys will wander off and they'll be like, all right, uh, you guys just, you know, get, wander around, check the place out and uh, meet in the uh, dining hall in an hour. I don't have anything to do in my room, so I'm just gonna like go down and wait for everybody and have a drink. Okay, I'll go take a short rest in my room. Okay. I'm gonna go and when in that in that temple, I'm gonna go and just meditate the way I normally do with my sword over my lap and my like little sensor out, waving it over my sword. Okay. Bears would have just wandered around inspecting the place because um, this is the first time he's ever casted this. Yeah, he's just kind of mulling over, see what's going on, and then will eventually make his way to the dining hall. And if everybody else makes their way there, there will be a a long like kind of stretch table. I was thinking of a round table, but that seems too. too <laughs> um, if you if you want a round table, have a round table. There's all right. I want a round table. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> It's the best table to conversate with anybody. So. There you go. Yeah, so I have a big table, and it's just filled to the brim with, like, the best food. Like, huge chicken, turkey, hams, whatever your salads, you know, whatever you're looking for. I uh, I haven't eaten like this in a long time. Dig in. Okay. <laughs> what's, uh, what's our plan? Before we figure that out, is this now a place that we can rest safely whenever we need to? Yeah. That's oh, pretty cool. I, you know, I get lost in my head. I yeah. assume you guys know these things. I mean, it's a cool yeah, place. We, I just want to know yeah, more about it. Yeah, we can Yeah, we can rest here in safety. Uh, this place lasts for a full 24 hours. And nobody can enter this place unless I deem it that they can enter. That's great. I've, cool po- I've cool powers. Rest. I've had this for a little while, but I haven't had a chance to use it because we gotta just keep going. It's crazy. <laughs> is there like a like a bathhouse in here? Yes, yes, there is. Yeah, you can ask. One of the servants can lead you there later if you really want to do it. Can't remember the last time I took a proper bath. Honestly. Yeah, you guys are safe. Rest, relax, do what you want to. And like as I say that, like I signal to one of the servants to come pour me some some wine. So can we take anything from here? No. Or no? Okay. No, you can't take anything. Any, I mean, anything we eat and drink is... It's real. Like we get right. That. 
Okay. As soon as you say you can't take take anything from here, Malkin says, well, shit, and starts dumping, like, silverware out of his pouch. Yeah. I figured. <laughs> he dumps out a lot of silverware and a few yeah, candlesticks. <laughs> a really nice, like, crystal-looking clock. And... Yeah. So, yeah, this place is, uh, it's, uh, it's safe. We'll say that. Thomas, remind me of my connection to the temple with, it might be the connection to the book that I have. This is the place where you, where you received the book. Um, right. Okay. You had, you had gone up into the library, like the second to, or I guess what would be like the fifth story of the tower and had disappeared for a little bit. Yeah. Didn't have any memory of what happened, but when you were leaving the tower, you had this book and okay. then the book is the one that started like trying to talk to you. Right. And, um, and Elif said, like, you know, he studied it and he's like, I can't tell you much, but like, I would go back to where you got it and see if okay. we can pick up a trail there. Gotcha, Joe. Is this also the place that they, um, they, like, had disabled that water trap with, like, something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was, like, the one session I missed. I couldn't remember. Oh, we had to, yeah, we used the clothes to, like, clog the drains to not have it. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was one of the first, like, puzzles I remember solving. With the statue that had the thing that swung around. Uh-huh. The sword yeah. swung. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's about, I, I, enjoy, guys. Eat. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep for the night, so, like, you know. It's nice to actually have a sleep where I don't have to stay up and watch guard. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna stay up anyway, but. Good. I can't remember the last time I felt like this. I I probably would not say that out loud, but in my room, it'll be the first time I actually take my armor off and like inspect it because I I don't do that. I usually keep it on all the time. Like even when we've stayed at inns and stuff, like we've always kind of had our guard up because mm-hmm. we're that way. Because Thomas has taught us to be paranoid as hell <laughs> about everything. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, I think. That's a good point. I think it would really help us. I mean, I, I think for Aramil anyway, it would just give this sense of like, wow, we really don't, there's no danger here kind of thing. I think what I would do in the time, you know, I, I, what, I have to like meditate for four hours or something. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. But in the other time while I'm waiting kind of for everybody else to rest, I think what I would just, I would just be pouring over that book. Elliman would do the thing where he goes and like I said, he takes all of his armor off and everything, but, like, keeps his regular, like, clothes on. Mm-hmm. But then he'll, like, go to the bath area and bring his sword with him still, like, in a scabbard and everything. When he sees the bath and sees, like, how hot it is and everything, he would just kind of, like, all right, well, you know, put it on, put the sword, like, on the tub, strip down, get in the bath, and then he would do the thing he hasn't done in a very long time, which is just... Let's keep it PG. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I am. He, he would take like a very deep breath and then just like <laughs> let it out and then just relax. I'm sure he does. <laughs> oh, oh, it's really too bad Adam's not here for this part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you people, I swear. I'm trying to have a nice somber moment here. And you guys are ruining it for me. I'll probably do a short training session first by myself with my hammer and then just hang out with Diggy some. Okay. Like work on our psychological bond. Sure, I think that she's because she's been studying 
some of the the stuff that was left around, like Vlicklock lore's lair, and so she's like learned a bunch of like Kraken lore and like really ancient stories about the Kraken culture, and she's very excited to share that with you. So I think it it turns into a little bit of a story time, and it's a lot of like what what mythic heroes the Krakens have, and then obviously like her namesake comes up quite a bit because it's kind yeah. of a, kind of an, a big deal for them. Cool. I would go. Um, I'd go to my room and do I something would... you haven't done in a long time. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Dude, I'm gonna reach in. <laughs> I'm gonna feel around for it, you know. <laughs> and I'm gonna pull out the black mask, and I'm going to, you know, uh, channel uh, magic into it to. I guess, call upon Ben. As the magic runs throughout the mask, there's a moment of silence. The room feels exceedingly still. And then, because death follows all of us wherever we go, Fen is suddenly and unceremoniously standing in the room with you. I think I want to go along with the joining. He nods silently to you. Before you do it, if you had to, could you remove it? Everything Everything that is done can be undone. The question would be, where would her essence go? Oh, okay. Very If you're ready, then he reaches out and just puts a hand on your shoulder, and they... bright light starts to come from like the center of his forehead and it grows brighter until like his envelops his entire face and then it grows more and then just kind of like a circle of light from there until it completely envelops the room and you can see nothing but this white light then you hear a voice from behind you and you turn to see Thea what does she look like she probably looks the same as she looked before the uh, the incident. Maybe a little older, a little wearier. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the effect of all of this has been on her. So. I think I think it's more in her eyes. They look a little bit more not quite like a like a PTSD, or but you can just tell like in her eyes she has seen some things. But outwardly, you know, she she is smiling. She is happy to see you. She's wearing a, a fairly simple but, you know, well-cut elven dress. It just kind of, like, flows in, in various layers down her. Um, what color is her hair? Also white. Okay. So her white hair is swept back over her shoulders and then held in place by a pair of braids that wrap around the top of her head, almost like a little crown. And she has some flowers in her hair, some summer flowers from the gardens of Athelion. She says, Song of my heart, I have missed you. And she moves toward you. I move to her as well. She embraces you and whispers into your ear, I knew you would find me. I was so very afraid, so very alone. But I knew you would never stop looking. 
Are, are you okay? I am now. Did you see everything? She nods. I saw beyond the echo, beyond the kingdom of the dead. I saw a great emptiness, so dark it makes the night sky look like dawn. I saw something in that void, something ancient and all-consuming. But those memories are like holes. I can make out the silhouette of what is missing, but I come up blank when I try to see what fits there. What I can remember is seeing some of what you've been through to find me. Do you forgive me? Can you? I never blamed you. I blamed me. I know. You've always been too hard on yourself. Are you okay with this? If you want to leave and move on, I understand. I am right where I want to be. I just embrace you. Okay. The, the light begins to recede and until you can start to see like the walls of your room again and then there recedes more and you can see the you know part of Then's body and it recedes more until you can see everything but his face and then it recedes completely back into his mask you also now see a small halfling standing next to Then and she has her well I guess you don't know it's her but we know she's got her back to you and she's got, like, her arms wrapped around her, like, pretending like she's hugging herself. And she's making, like, kissing noises, like, pretending <clears throat> she's making out with somebody. Hey! I, point, I like, point at her. <laughs> like, her back stiffens and, like, she turns very slowly to look at you. And then it's like, ooh, ooh, ah, and, like, turns around and, like, tries to, like, straighten her, her blouse. And you can, uh, she's wearing a, a maroon... Uh, it seems like a fairly basic tunic, except that the sleeves like spread out like bell bottoms to the point like that when it gets to her wrist, there's almost like three feet of fabric at the like where it, it blossoms the most. Um, and then she's got like a pair of like riding trousers and knee high boots. Her hair is blonde and had like styled into like a pixie cut that's very spiky in the front. And then says, "You, you can, can see her." Yeah, I see her. Interesting. And then he turns to Thea, who is standing beside you now, and says, I assume this is Thea. Yes, this is her. Interesting. I did not expect that we would have this connection with each other. Of course, I've never met anyone else who has done this, so... This is, I guess, new for everybody here. What is your name, little one? You can call me Cloud. Cloud, okay. And you can tell she's still a little bit embarrassed about having been caught making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of, like, try to give off the impression, like, uh, you know, water under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, Fen says, she's... she's not, not used, used to, to people, people being, being able, able to see her. Yeah, I can see that being a problem. Wait, if people can't see her, then will people be able to see Thea? Than shakes his head. Only, Only you. you. And, and I, I guess, guess now us. 
but she will be with you always. Thank you. He nods. And then, much in the way that he appeared, he very unceremoniously is just no longer in the room. It is now morning in Varys' magical mansion. Uh, is there anything that, that you guys are going to do special or do before you leave? I mean, other than, like, I'm assuming, like, some breakfast and the the spectral um, house staff bringing in all manner of breakfast foods. And I think Malkin uh, is trying to, like, stump them by, like, naming, like, the most... Uh, like esoteric dishes that he can and like when they bring it out like he's he's even starting to like to make some things up and they are still bringing out these dishes and he's like well, that's I guess that's what I had in mind yeah uh <laughs> yeah you are just the worst <laughs> I'm gonna request like a really light healthy breakfast because it seems like we got a long day of fighting ahead of us and I don't want to be you know Dragon you know, all day. Malcolm looks at like you with like a mouthful of food. He's got like a like a big plate of biscuits and gravy next to him, and he's just like, "Oh yeah." I think I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna cast Heroes Feast. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna Heroes Feast it up. Okay. So what? Um, so I think. He <laughs> <laughs> said it's just a row of shots. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> Um, so I think it's, um, because there's already like a shit ton of food here, um, I think it's more about like you imbuing that food uh, yeah, with, yeah. with Tempest's. So what does that give us a little, a, a little flavor on that? Seeing like, I, I would probably come down a little later than everybody else. Like maybe like five, 10 minutes, like everybody's already started. Okay. I would just like look at the food and go, well, oh, it's good. And then I'll think about that tower that's just sitting in the back of my head. And I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe I should help out a little bit and I'll when I walk over I I um like hold my hand over and then grab my um holy symbol and I'm just gonna start praying at the table like uh, literally at the food mm-hmm. I'd hope everybody would like look up for a second to see what the hell I'm doing and then like it would glow a little radiant and then I just you know like open my eyes I'm like what All right, so uh, just so everybody knows, you are immune to being poisoned and frightened for 24 hours. It was, like, really dark in the room, and I was really scared, but after he cast that, I'm not scared anymore. Were you petrified? <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so after breakfast, you, I guess, make your way back toward the entrance? Yeah. What order are you going in to leave the mansion? I can go first. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, you can go first. Take your heads out first. There's like a oh, yeah. Does Ferris have to be last? Like we can't be in here if he's not in here. No, you can I, I can go first, but I don't want to. So. Once Ferris once Ferris says that I nudge Malkin and I'm like, thought he couldn't be frightened, huh? <laughs> no, I just am not stupid. the door first, but I will have my hammer ready, like a dwarf going to like a mine, so be like, alright, let's go to this tower thing, and like throw it over my shoulder, so I have it 
at the ready. Mm-hmm. So Therina goes to and opens the door <laughs> and like steps back as she swings the door open. And on the other side of the threshold, you see just a huge mass of stinking humanoid flesh. A crowd of undead bodies. They surge forward as the door opens and stop like right at the threshold. And they, for maybe in a moment of a little bit of comedy, like it's almost like they are mimes against the, the, where the door was because Varys has not authorized them to enter. But there is a shit ton of undead trying to rush at you. Well, we can't we can't be having that. Do they so, look like like um, agile and like tough undead or like walking dead zombies where they're like frail and are they like 28 days later zombies or are they like walking dead zombies? They would be closer to walking dead zombies. Um, okay. like some of them are like you can see like in this mass as they're like pushing against each other. Some of them were like a, a, a like a really rotted limb will snap off and like fall to the ground. Like their bodies are decaying and falling. Up. Guys, so. I got this. I got this. Destroy undead. So what does this look like? So I like to go for the flare, and I like I do the thing where I'm like, God, fuck, you know, you know, throws me off guard. So I mm-hmm. pull my sword. I uh, like I'm like all right, everybody, step back, step back. And then I look at the, you know, I, I get like the right at right at the threshold. Uh, I'll yell out, "Be gone!" And it just—it's this giant burst of divine radiant energy just flows out in that thirty feet. Okay. So as this this wave of red gold divine energy sweeps out from the doorway, you just see these things begin to just like burst where they're standing. And that that initial like mass like right next to the door, it's like a hundred watermelons getting hit all at once. There's just bits and pieces of these things flying. Which I'm gonna say because then at that point they're no longer like a creature trying to get in. They're just flesh. There's a little splash zone action uh, <laughs> right across the threshold. But you see this wave of divine energy like sweep across this crowd in its wake. You can see, like, just beyond, there was a couple, like, straggler, uh, like, undead that were making their way to this gathering. But it's, like, one or two that are left. The other thing that you see is one of the Anuris is standing there, crouched with, like, a spear. And, like, the black goo still oozing out of their eyes and their mouth. And the energy, like, washes over them. And when it sees all the undead die, it runs, like, on a diagonal toward the side of the door, and then out of sight. Alright. Does it run like a person, or does it, like, hop like a frog? It's more like a like a, a person, like, loping. But it's it's bipedal. So, there's a couple, like, there's, like, five zombies still outside the door, but they're, like, a good... Mm-hmm. Like forty feet away, I'm gonna take a shot at one. If nobody else wants to do anything, I'll. You can just drop these five. Like for flare, I want to throw my hammer at one. Okay. For flare, I'm also going to ignite my sword and its radiant fire and go after one as well. Well, now I've got to do something. Okay. Before, <laughs> before they, before any of them come in contact with them, I've fired off five arrows and they're all dead. 
<laughs> I can believe it. That's the sound. Part. You did speak first, so I'll give you your three attacks. So you you take out the like the three of them. Okay. Thorina's thrown her hammer and smashed through a fourth. <laughs> and so Elemen, you are you've lit your sword on fire and you are going to do what? Walk over, not in any kind of urgency. And then just, like, uh, do the thing where I, like, cleave it in half. And then if it's still, like, crawling around, I'll just right in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. How many were there, by the way? I'm just curious. 42. Fuck me, I'm badass. <laughs> and you're so... Oh, God, what's the word? Humble. Humble, too. Yeah, humble. I am. So as you crush the head of that last zombie, four spears come flying at you. Two of them ricochet off of your armor. One misses completely. And one slams right into one of the creases, like, near the back of your thigh armor. Ow! We're gonna take... Oh, you're you're immune to criticals, right? Oh, yeah, did I get critted on? You did get critted on. Oof. It wasn't that bad. So you you turn around. Let's say that you're probably, like, ten feet away from the door. Elman, when you turn back toward the door, you can see on both sides, just behind the door, like spread out in a little bit of an arc, there's about 50 Anuris standing there, all eyes gooey. All of them have a, like a, a clutch of spears. That's a lot. I don't believe it. It's a swarm of them, actually. Oof. Okay. Uh, big, big oof. Hmm. We don't have to do this. I mean, depending on what the the three of you before Elemen want to do, you've just seen Elemen just smashed with some spears. Only one of them really hurt him. He's turned and looked back to the door. He now has a look of, oh shit, on his face. We don't necessarily have to go right into initiative order if you don't want to. I'm going to realize that there is shit going down. Um, I'm going to snap my finger and summon my familiar on his shoulder. Oh. And I am going to use my familiar to cast haste on him. <gasps> oh! Okay. So, tell us what it looks like when you summon your familiar and remind us what your familiar looks like. Okay, so I um, I see um, his kind of shocked look and I just kind of either mumble to myself or in my head I go, oh shit. And I just kind of like snap my finger and and it looks like a shooting star comes down and hits Elvin's shoulder. But um, as soon as it re- reaches the shoulder, a, you see a, a large owl appear on its shoulder and kind of like flutter its wings for a second. And you see kind of like an energy course throughout it. And I cast haste through the, uh, the owl. Okay. Oh, nice. Thanks, Al Pacino. What kind of, uh, what kind of uh, owl are we talking about? Think like Hedwig, but like much bigger. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like abnormally larger. Like the size of Malkin, or like probably probably close to the size of Malkin. Maybe Damn. a little shorter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Big it's, it's a, yeah, it's a big dude. <laughs> so this is on your shoulder, Elemen. You basically yeah. have a toddler sitting on your shoulder. Uh, it's not nothing new for me. <laughs> Uh, I have the strength. I'm okay. I'm just saying, just keep that in mind. You've got a, a toddler on your shoulder. 
he, he carries me around all the time. Yeah, I carry <laughs> that, yeah. I think if Thorina saw his face like that, she would instantly go into a rage and like run to neck to be to stand next to him as he was going up. So you turn and you see these like the two arcs of the Anuris behind the door with their spears ready, gooey eyes and mouths. Can I throw my hammer with the like the ricochet effect? Well, not the ricochet effect, the boomerang effect. Yeah. Anything? Mm-hmm. At somebody? Okay. Okay, so your hammer goes flying out into the, the mass of Anuris, and it punches through the head of one of them and crashes into the like the sternum of another. You can see it just like its in chest like just almost implodes around the hammer. And then it comes flying back to your hand. And those two drop to the ground. So there's only about 48 left. Well. Can I sort of like peek my head like around the door to like see what's sort of behind us? Yes. Yeah, because there's like there's no like wall that you have to look beyond. But, like basically once you get past the, the frame of Edge the of the door. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so you look out and peek around the edge, and you see uh, a line of Anuris ready there with their okay. spears. So, logistically, or just re- just remind me again, so the door, like, if I look out the door, it's facing the tower. So, mm-hmm. technically, the, the Anuris are between us and the woods. Right, right. Okay, okay. Um, can, okay, so what I want to do is step outside the door, sort of like I'm, like, a, you know, like a spy in a gunfight with my back to the door, and then I want to, like, pull out my bow... And then, like, sort of peek around the edge of the door and shoot my bow and arrow, but then peek back. Okay. Do you see, do you know what I'm saying? Sort yes, of like yeah. imagine somebody in a gunfight, like peeking up from something, shooting a couple times, mm-hmm. and then yeah. like ducking back down. Yeah. So I think it, it's definitely a weird uh, like angle. Uh, not even necessarily like the angle so much as like it's just a weird sensation for you because when you turn, you can see there's the door and you see this mansion on the other side of it, but like six inches to the left of that there's just the forest beyond the door and a bunch of these gooey eyed frog people and then when you duck back you're not ducking behind something you're like ducking back to the doorway right so yeah it's just kind of like a that's gotta be a little weird for you it definitely Uh, is but my I guess my 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 guess would be that if I'm not inside the doorway but sort of in front of the doorway that they wouldn't be able to see me Yeah. yeah okay um as far as you know, that is the case, and uh, that's uh, that's how I'm going to treat it, too. Okay. So your arrows go, like, tearing into this, like, mass of Anuris. And you can see where the arrows are, like, puncturing through one and, like, going into another one. Uh, or, like, one is, like, it go, like drops into it, uh, its eye and they like, fall back. But uh, you, ba- you basically put down five of the frog people. And then you're going to duck back behind the door. Do you want to do anything else? Nope. Okay. Um, I like to see the, the owl, and as it rests on my shoulder, I'm like, oh, it's Al Pacino. I remember him. Uh, that's my nickname for the owl, by the way. And uh, you lose your turn. That's weird. Okay. Um, Malcolm. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say, oh, holy shit, as the owl disappears. And then when it touches me and casts haste, it's like everything slows down mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like do the thing where I like turn to look at uh, Thorina and I'm gonna turn back and look at all these frog people 
uh, I'm going to uh, cast uh, Flame Strike in like the center mass. Okay. Of the frog people. Okay. But between that, so this is like just like a pillar of flame, like dropping right. down onto the, the mass of them. Okay. So you see like seven of them fall to the ground, like, and some of them are like writhing on the ground as they're burning. Their mouths open like they're trying to scream, but nothing is coming out. Some of them are just like straight up incinerated, like in the center of that pillar. Uh, but okay. there are seven fewer of them now. Nice. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna run. Start running towards the mansion then. You can get halfway to the kitchen if you want. Taste. I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I just want to kind of get a little bit of cover towards myself and get a little closer. Not super close, though, but enough to where that the majority of them can't hit me. But yeah, I yeah, yeah. If you run up like ten feet, you can get in. Like you're standing in the doorway, kind of like next to Aramil. Not even necessarily okay. like in the doorway, but like behind the doorway. Yeah. If that makes sense. Makes sense to me. I take one last bite of my biscuit. <laughs> And I toss the plate to the side. Mm -hmm. Rude. Uh, Wipe my face real quick. Grab my uh, bow. I think initially I'm going to come out the door. Mm -hmm. Kind of address the situation, see what's happening, kind of look back at them like real quick and like kind of dip my head back like, oh man. (laughs) And um, then fire uh, a an arrow from my short bow of accuracy. Okay. That'll hit. Good lord, man. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have given you some. That goes through like ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think like you you come running out uh, of the, the magical mansion and you come and like turn around and you're sizing like, the situation up and you kind of the way that the the horde is standing you kind of like you shimmy a little bit like lining up a, co- a couple angles and then take your shot and it this arrow rips through nine of them uh, and puts them down I'm gonna duck back into the magical mystery mansion okay okay so now it is the frog people's turn. They are going to come rushing forward. Um, some of them start throwing spears at Thorina. Uh, the rest of them start surging like toward the door and around it. And so enough of them get into range to start attacking Elemen and Aramil. Okay, so the the Anuris are like swarming forward, and Aramil is able to like kind of like duck and like knock them aside with like a uh, his bow or whatever. But like like each as each like uh, like spear comes like jabbing out at him or like a hand grabbing, like he's able to just get out of the way because he's just so fast. And Element on the other side just is like throwing shield against you know frogs, knocking them back, or just like taking a hit on his armor. More just sustaining the attack rather than, you know, getting out of the way of it. And then some spears against Tharina. One does manage to hit you and draw some blood, but it's barely a flesh wound. These things were much more threatening when they were, you were level one, so. Yep. Yeah, they did some pretty good damage then, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. 
so that is their turn. We're back at the top with Varys. Okay. I will walk outside of the door and I'll kind of do like a little whistle to let the owl know to kind of fly up into the sky mm-hmm. um, and kind of just like watch over the battlefield kind of thing. I'm going to see how many people are left behind the, the door. Roughly 30-ish. Okay. I will cast a fireball at them. Okay. <laughs> Can I cast the singularity thing that we made a while ago? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fireball, but... Right, but it's like a, a singularity fireball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. So they are all... Yeah, they're taking it. Fuck. Tell me what the, the singularity looks like. I kind of focus towards them. My eyes kind of shift back to like the my actual form. You see kind of a darkish black-blue ball appear and extend around them and then pull them all together in like a very quick and harsh manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this big, this big clump of them just come like crushing in against each other. And you can see like the ones in the middle, the ones that were closest to like that focal point get the, the, the brunt of it as they just, they're, they're crushed by the weight of their companions. They all come crushing together. There's like a of like blood and guts out underneath them. Some of them, like when the thing fades away, some of them stagger away, but you think that about at least four or five of them are no longer in fighting condition. I'll just kind of like dust my hands off and walk back into the mansion. (laughs) Tharina, so they are on you now. You are in melee with a swarm of gooey-eyed frog people. Alright, so I'll start swinging then. Oh, well that was a natural 20. Can I just start like spinning in circles with my hammer just going around? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you could if you'd like. You just start like mowing these things down. Like as you swing your hammer, you like smash one, and then like smash it into another one, and that one doesn't get up either. And you swing back and like throw some of them aside. Yeah, so you you take down a you think about a half a dozen. Sweet. Are we counting? Who's counting? How many they've killed? I already have the most. Come on. How many? How many do you have? I killed sixty zombies. Oh. Yeah. That doesn't one, count. Like, We're talking about melee years. combat, not like <laughs> your stupid spells. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I, I love the idea of you two like bickering like this as you're fighting. <laughs> Basically back to back fighting, bickering. Probably like happening, this. yeah. This is actually probably Yeah, happening. no, this is real. <laughs> I, I I'm not kidding. Thorina, I need you to roll a D100. Oh boy, always something. As you are smashing through these Anurus, Baharoth begins to resonate in your hand. Golden wisps of life song start to trail off of it. The little ribbons of energy snake through the air or up Baharoth's handle and into your skin. The light builds up until your skin itself is giving off a golden glow. With your skin now glowing, one of the attacker's spears lashes out and catches you in the bicep. But the blade bounces off of your flesh and you're left with barely a scratch. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> Does my hair get cool streaks in it, too? Sure, if you want it. <laughs> yeah, I would like the sparkle right streaks. Done and done. Are they, am I in melee still? Yes. Or did Therina, like clear them out of the no, area? No, there, there's enough left, and like there's enough left near you. You are 
technically in melee right now. Okay. I will use my bow as a melee weapon then and kind of just like start spinning it around like a bow staff or something. Okay. So two regular hits and then a crit. Okay. So you are, as you're spinning this, like there's, um, the way the bow is made, there are some, like, there's almost like some, like, feathers that come off of it, like metallic feathers that are essentially become blades as you start, like, to spin it. And so you're just, like, lopping off pieces of, of the frog people. You put down five of them as you're doing that. And then I also need you to roll a d100. So as Aramil is just, you know, spinning his bow around, slashing and cutting and smashing these things, the edges of the bow start to seem like they, they're growing hot, like it's moving so fast, until, like, there's fire that starts to kind of, like, spurt off of it. And then there is, as he, like, decapitates the last Anurus and, like, spins around, there is just an explosion of fire from him, as if a fireball has gone off, centered on him. So I need all of you to make a roll against that. So Malkin is the only one who gets away without taking any damage from that. And Thorina and Varys are going to take half damage as the fire rolls over all five of you. The fireball also kills two more of the frog people. I like cough up and little puffs of smoke come out and I say, that's two more. <laughs> uh, are there a bunch around me? Yes. Okay, slice and dice. All right, I'm just going to start wailing on them. So with my action, my hasted action, and then my bonus action, I'm going to make three melee attacks. Okay. Okay, two hits and a critical. Wow, you all are getting a lot of criticals tonight. So between the fact that the divine magic that imbues your attacks appears to be particularly effective against these creatures, and the damage from that critical... I have you clocking 192 damage against them. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, this what what does this even look like? Like, what is Element doing? I I can only imagine it looks like the brightest, like reddest, like well, goldish reddish fire that's just like you know being slung around um, in these whirling arcs. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll a d100 as well. So as you, yeah, as you are slashing and this fire is arcing behind your slash and, like, igniting the the ones that you hit, it's jumping from those to other ones. Or, like, as you are swinging, like, the, like, the at the apex of your arc, like, fire goes shooting out to grab another one. And as you are just kind of, like, spinning and slashing and slashing and spinning and fire going everywhere, you put down the last 19 of these things. And that fire starts to like swirl back toward you, back into the sword. Mm-hmm. And you are going to regain your lowest level expended spell slot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. Uh, I am going to do the thing though, where uh, when I see ever when, when it's finally everybody's dead, mm-hmm. and that, that fire just like contracts back into the sword, um, I will let it go out. Okay. And I'll, I'll look at. Um, Arena and Aramil, who are probably just like there in bewilderment, and I'll just go. All right, that's all right. Let's just go. <laughs> you know, you take all the fun out of all of this, right? <laughs> I I will do the thing after I say all right. Yeah, let's go. I will um move. You know, take the sword and like stab it into the ground. I'll take a knee, and uh, 
holy symbol out, and I'm going to, yes, pray. Tempest, thank you for that, yeah. <laughs> so, the clearing is now pretty much a just mass of, like, burned and splattered and gore-covered ground around this magical door where Varys' mansion is, and all the bodies that were around the edge of, like, the that, that jagged hole around the tower are gone. Varys, Thea is, like, kind of trying to pick her way through the, the, what's left of the corpses. Like, her foot is clearly passing through it, like, not touching even the ones she can't, like, step around. But she's still very, like, treading very carefully. And she says, like, is this, is this normal for you? I will say that it's, it's a bit of the norm for us. And so then we get that shot of what the rest of you would see, which is Varys kind of standing off by himself looking off toward the tower and simply seeming to be kind of just making a proclamation. Yeah, you can say that again. I'll just shrug and be like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Somebody doesn't do it, though. Nobody else will. Praise Tempest that we're still alive and here to fight. Thea scans over the carnage again and then turns her gaze to the tower. Black ooze still slides slowly down the sides, giving it an almost mirror-like surface. Then she says... I see. And why do I feel like we will see much worse in there? gotta save that sound clip just for <laughs> just it just it sounded like a fart i'm gonna run up and hang up like sweet posters in my room <laughs> with, with some tacks it's gonna be like there'll be like an athlete on there and then like one's an album cover one's like a off. movie poster are are we in college <laughs> i think we're hogwarts <laughs> oh. Get out of my head, man. <laughs> You're welcome. Gryffindor. <laughs> not Slytherin, not Slytherin. That's copyrighted. We can't say that on podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Gryffindor. <laughs> I didn't pronounce the R. It's like my shirk nerder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't want to live that night again. Nope. It was so bad. Oh my God. <sighs> it was funny. It was, it was funny. Because yeah. um, I also just got that creepy message in the book, right? About You just got another message, uh, basically like, uh, come, and, come, come help me, me. right? Yeah. And there was like a baby or something with blood everywhere. You had a dream about a, a baby and blood. Gotcha. And, uh, okay. That's pleasant. Caitlin's looking at me like, I said <laughs> there's a baby with blood everywhere. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that'll happen. <laughs> it's Thomas's fault. Um, you see an owl here, right there on his shoulder. Sorry, I'm getting something horrible happening. Adam is here. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're going to have to save that for an outtake? Okay, thanks. <laughs> Something Adam terrible's happening. Adam's, Adam's here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this beard about? Jeez. <laughs> you need to save that. Keep that in. <laughs> Keep that one in. <laughs> well, hey. Hi, Adam. <laughs> Hi there. Um... I'm going to say they open inward, uh, just because that'll make it a little bit easier. Um, you House open... House, what? Houses open inward. That's, that's how it is. Do they Do they all? Is that a yeah. thing? Houses okay. do. Buildings. Most buildings don't because of that one fire. Yeah. Because uh, the doors are yeah. in the other direction. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. most things with public places, they have to open out, so there's no like crushing to get out if there's a fire. So what's Elvish there's fire your... code like? Is that for a man shandy? <laughs> I imagine not Elvish even a mansion, a mansion that's in somebody's brain. So really, he could design it any way he wanted to. To be honest. Well, so what? Yeah, he what's Elvish fire code door. for imaginary mansions? Pharisee sliding doors. Yeah, they're po- they're pocket doors. Yeah, yeah, it's a, big like door. it's a okay. garage. Is it, I have a garage opener, so we can just stand back and just. <laughs> well, so okay. Okay, and we didn't see where the frog person ran it kind of ran like toward the door but not like directly toward it like more to like it's running toward the door but like to beside the door it did like the get out challenge where it runs straight at the door and then turns at the last minute (laughs) (laughs) wow Um, we don't reference something from like a year ago i just saw that that movie was just on tv like last week that part still freaks me out though it's yeah fuck me i'm badass (laughs) And you're so oh god, what's the word? Humble, humble too. Yeah, humble. I am. I mean, I well, you have Ellen to play. Is. You have to play instead of him saying like I'm Evan and I play Elliman. You should just play that clip at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and Elliman, fuck down, me, right? I'm badass. I would approve that. Cool. Do I get any haste? Uh, no. Ooh. Well, my hair wasn't a braid, so it's going to be like... It was like what again? No, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I want to shoot an arrow at the tower. Okay. Into the black goo. I mean, you hit it, and it ricochets Ow. off of the stone and just falls into the hole. Okay. I say... Fuck you, tower. <laughs> well, at least it didn't jump back at you and like start doing what happened to Varus when he lost his hand. It does not do that. No, it is. Well, knowing you, I'd, I thought it would have. <laughs> oh, here I go, cutting off another fucking hand. 